Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 341. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. We got a ton of stuff to get to today. Uh, we were dark last weekend, and or last week I should say, and that's because Andy and I went to a uh, Flogging Molly concert. We'll, we'll get there, but before that... I uh, I booked a trip uh, abroad for uh, early December, and uh, I'll be uh, heading out to Ireland for uh, about a week or so uh, in uh, the beginning of December to go to the motherland, uh, the old uh, origin point for uh, my family. So pretty exciting, and uh, I'm bringing my parents. They're they're joining me. My uh, dad's never been; he's been all over Europe for work. But never anywhere for fun, and my mom has never gone anywhere. Um, so that'll be unique. Uh, see Can we get like doing- um, Tubi to like greenlit a documentary series or something? Because it sounds like a series, right? Yeah, you bring your parents yeah. somewhere, and then there are funny characters, and um, yeah, well, I don't know, we really should because I think that'd be pretty top notch. I mean, my mom's just going to go find like a dog walking place where she can volunteer and look at the golden retrievers or when we're in the country where she's just going to go hang out with the horses because that's her favorite stuff and then my dad's just going to want to like keep up with fox news here and see what's going on in the the stock market and this and that it's like well let's let's take a step back and we're going to go to the book of kells we're actually staying at the westin right next door to trinity college the oldest college in all of Ireland. Now, Andy, check this out. I, uh, I've i just started doing the research. Uh, I like to have these executed trips uh, very well executed, I should say, uh, because how often are you there? Why kill time? Uh, I spent 45 days in Europe when I was an, uh, a teenager, and I had no idea what I was looking at, and I'm sure we walked past amazing things not knowing any, you know, that it even existed. So I want to do this right. So I started looking up some old pubs, and uh, take a gander. How old do you think the oldest pub in Ireland is? Now, let's just, it's not to say this has been the same name or the same owner or what have you, but the oldest established pub. How old do you guys think it, it's going to be? 1611. Um, Tony? <laughs> That's the year. Yeah, I'll say <clears throat> 1649. Oh, price is right. Yeah. I was going to go into the 1400s, but I was like, I don't think Columbus was going to any pubs. So there's a ton. Well, I shouldn't say a ton, but there's a, a few on I, on this list of 10 that I looked up of the oldest pubs worth visiting. I was also told there's about 700 pubs in Dublin. Um, and Dublin, by the way, is huge. Uh, think of it as or like... or anything? Yeah, think of it like L.A. County where there's mountains and, you know, there's not just the downtown. There's the downtown Dublin, but Dublin proper goes pretty far. I'm learning through uh, the lines on the map. So some of these pubs are, are you know, you know outside the, the beaten path. But a lot of them are from, you know, 15, 16, 17, uh, 100. But there is one about a mile from the, the hotel I'm staying at right ar- along the River Liffey called... Uh, Brazenhead. Now, this pub is from 1198. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Wow. That even... is 
astounding. They weren't even people back then. Just <laughs> they monkeys, were people. Advanced monkeys. So I'm going to go the have Anderfalls a... You know, is what they called them, I believe. Yeah. I have a goblet of ale at this place. I put it on the list. Yeah, I mean, if we can, have to stop by. They have you know authentic Irish music playing. I think it says a lot of the time they have some food, obviously drinks. Uh, but I could not believe that. I was in London last year and... I don't remember seeing anything in that old. The oldest thing I remember like reading about was a door in Parliament is a thousand years old, but that's it's just the door. Um, you know, a lot of stuff from seventeen hundreds, but I I could not believe that. Another one, it's literally called Hole in the Wall Bar, and it's up against the uh, Phoenix Park, and that is where the British soldiers were stationed, and they weren't allowed to leave this park. And so there was a literal hole in this bar in the wall, and they could get their their beers passed through the hole in the wall so that they never left the park. How cool is that? Very cool. And then yeah. the last one, not to just only talk about pubs, but there's a pub. Uh, it's called, I think, uh, oh, shoot, I'm blanking on the name. John Cavanaugh aka grave diggers pub or something like that i guess it's up against the cemetery it's like you know next door to a cemetery one of the older ones in ireland and grave robbers after a night of looting would go have a pint at this pub after they were grave robbing (laughs) pretty good that was a job back then (laughs) yeah of course it was i mean egyptians were buried with all their cool stuff so i think it's people have been doing that for a while uh, there was an episode of that Guillermo del Toro uh, spooky show about a grave robber, but yeah, I'm sure you get haunted after that. I mean, people are going to yeah, hunt down their stuff, show. but uh, I, I definitely am going to try to get to Brazen Head at the very least. Um, there was another one nearby that was really cool, more of the Victorian era uh, that looked pretty neat. But I have that on the list. We're going to go to uh, County Cork, where my family is from. And uh, not see any family, I don't think, but uh, we have 90 minutes there on a tour. And then go to the Blarney Castle and go to the Cliffs of Moor, where you can see some breathtaking views. And uh, yeah, pretty excited, doing a lot of planning. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to get my parents into Polaris, the upgraded uh, lay-flat seats, just so that they can experience uh, that amazingness. But we're working on that, at least. We don't want to spend a fortune on this trip, obviously. So more to come on that. Uh, but all right, Tony, uh, you have a question for us. Yes, I do. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I've been noticing something. I feel like that it's been more and more so the last uh, few years. And I obviously I love it. But uh, you guys all know my favorite time of the year is spooky time. October, Halloween. It's, it's Halloween year round. Uh, it's October year round in my heart. Um. I've been noticing that it feels like September has now been become the month where people start decorating Halloween stuff. Um, I noticed it. Uh, I, I started noticing it like the last year or two where it seemed like in, in September, you start seeing just a bunch of Halloween decorations go up. And uh, I saw like at a, at a Dunkin Donuts or something, they already had Halloween decorations up. Uh, and then earlier today I was over at a, doing a job over at a, the Serrano water district and they had decked out the whole, office already out front with a bunch of Halloween decorations, even the ones that like talk when you walk by and stuff. And then we walk into Andy's uh, house today and uh, we see three pumpkin candles already like lit up and stuff. And we got pretty spooky in here. Yeah. So it it is cool to see that uh, September has become October. October has now 
transformed itself somehow into two months. And I know we've talked about too that uh, Disneyland starts their Halloween stuff on September first. So yeah. that's two months of uh of that. So uh, well, because yeah. why wait? I mean, the holidays go so quickly. What the hell else are you gonna do in September? The kids are just going back to school, so that sucks for them. And it's like, oh well, it's hot and dry, and football started. And Halloween is in a month. It's like, well, why are we waiting? Who doesn't want to have a nice pumpkin beer? Which, by the way, we're enjoying uh, a nice yeah, pumpkin Yeah, beer we are enjoying right a now. nice pumpkin beer right now. Uh, why wait? So I actually I went to Disneyland on uh, the 1st. It was the last day of my pass. And I just soaked it all in. I had a pumpkin, pumpkin beer and walked around, looked at all the decor. I love the Headless Horseman in Dal- uh, down, not downtown, but California Adventure, I should say. And... It's good stuff. Yeah, Headless Horseman's always a good touch. I know there's a this the Simpsons in their early on Halloween Treehouse of Horror episodes, they always have good uh good uh like intros and I remember one of them was uh a Headless Horseman. I think it was Krusty the Clown was the Headless Horseman and then they show Mo Sizzlack comes down from a tree just hanging and then they've got the Patty and Selma are at the stake because they're witches and they light the fire with just their own, or no, they're, they get caught on fire and then they pull out cigarettes and light their cigarettes with the fire that's about to burn them. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty funny stuff. <laughs> no, I love it. All right. Um, that was all you had, Tony? Oh, yeah. And also the other thing I just want to note is just being uh, outside all the time in landscape. I am sick and tired of all the fucking spider webs. I walk through yeah. I walk through them all the time and it just scares me because you're like, I mean, 90% of the time there's no spider on the ones that you'll walk through, like the little part you'll walk through. But they're out there, these spiders. They're kicking it during the day now. They they have they're and when you're in landscape, because you know, obviously I'm around a bunch of bushes and trees, and that's where, you know, they start their their stuff. And it's I hate it. I, I don't know when spider season ends. I don't know, like Tony. You understand that uh, I can cre- uh, relate big time. That's one of the pitfalls of being tall. Spiders hang out up high. I'm constantly walking in my face. That's year round, man. It's yeah. very unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's obnoxious. Um, yeah, I think taller I'm just... people, and we need to figure out how to just like Andy's I... taken in the spiders in his home. He welcomes them. So what if we just send more yeah. of them over here? I think. Uh, I think obviously summer is the bigger time because I mean we had a really wet winter. Oh yeah. And I know Bugs, we're supposed to have another. It's a mess. I know we're supposed to have another wet winter. So. Uh... I think, um, you know, that'll knock them out for a while. It'll make things difficult. Uh, not a favorable, you know, playing field for them. But, uh, you know, until then, these next couple months, it's like it's just watch out out there because they're, there's a lot and they're out there. Yeah. Big time. Well, Andy and I are going to talk briefly about the concert we uh, went to last week, which was why we only had that football episode uh that you guys pre-recorded. Uh, we went and saw Flog and Molly. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I know uh, Sean had some a little bit of a negative experience at part of it, but uh, I know we both enjoyed watching the the main event there. That that just what I was saying before. It's like it's a it's a band's been around for a long time, and they're not in their eighties or something. They're still young yep. enough to still play well, and so it's like they have experience and they still have a little bit of uh, energy there. And yeah, just a, a a good show. They knew what they were doing. They knew what to play. Uh, they used all of their time that they had. And uh, I, I like uh, their um, their encore. 
Oh yeah. They're like, yeah, it was like 30 seconds and then we'll come back out. It's like, yeah, I like they didn't wait too long, go back and have a cigarette and come back five minutes later. But one of their favorite albums of mine is their live at the Greek theater. It's phenomenal. And they sounded the exact same. So I was very happy with, with that. They sounded so great. His wife on the fiddle and the fife just whew, shredding. And the guy on the accordion, top notch. I mean, it sounds like you're listening to the record, which is how you want it to go. Um, yeah, and you expressed my disdain for a couple of things. When I booked these tickets or bought these tickets, you know, it gives you the option in the email to create the event in your calendar and so i did and the event that they auto populated with was 7 30 to 9 p.m so i was like oh awesome like so because it's a tuesday like i'll be home by 10 15 or something like that's that's terrific um and i told you that and you're like i don't think that's gonna be the case at all trying to break it to me lightly and i mean i went in kind of expecting like to be done by 10 uh, that couldn't have been further from the case. Um, they didn't even go on stage until 9.30. Uh, keep in mind, guys, I'm very old in my head, so I go to bed around 9, 9.15, uh, because I get up early. I, I don't like the night. I like the morning. There's no one awake in the morning, and everyone's awake at night, so I, I like the morning. I didn't get home. I don't remember any, any, anymore. Um, was it over at 11, Andy? Yeah, I think it went a little past 11, too. So okay. I think we were probably so, out yeah. of the building at 11.10. That blew my mind that it went that late. And we had been standing the entire time. I at least wore an athletic like running shoe, but my back was killing me to the point where I had to go sit down just on the floor. And I told Andy, I was like, if, if they don't do their encore after this next song, I'm leaving. I, I, I just can't. I can't do it. One, I have a busy morning tomorrow with work. Two, I'm physically exhausted. Um, but luckily their encore wasn't much further after, I think maybe one more song at that point, but they did everything I wanted to hear. I was, I, I almost peed my pants with excitement when they did float. It was great. Um, but they sounded, yeah, just amazing. So that was awesome. I will say the two bands in front of them were way too loud. Um, their volume was just, you know, 15 out of 10. Um, my vision was, or my vision, my hearing was ringing for a few days after that. Um, the second band specifically was not my taste whatsoever. It's the screaming, and you can't understand anything they're saying. And it's for someone. I think Andy liked it. I, it's not my style. Um, I don't. I was expecting them to be like, you know, oh yeah, we're from, you know, uh, f um, you know whatever place in, in Ireland and we're, you know, we're ch chitting ride with the, the band and yeah. And <laughs> no, it wasn't that at all. Like they weren't an Irish band. Uh, the guys were called the Bronx, but they were from LA and they just screamed <laughs> and that's what they did. They screamed. Um, it hurt, but people liked it. I was also kind of taken aback cause there was kids in the stands and it's like, know, it's a school night and this is way too loud for children. Like, put some earmuffs on these kids. Their their ears are very sensitive. Um, but it was worth it. Like I said, Flog and Molly was exceptional. Uh, absolutely awesome to see them. So, yeah, I'll defend the the Bronx here. Uh, so it's funny is I I said I think to you it's like Flog and Molly's part of like you know the the punk group, but 
they play, you know, with the Irish music, a little different style. They're but like softer versus their, Dropkick Murphys is more intense. On their, their the people on their on their labels and stuff has always been punk bands. That's who they tour with. Uh, but I'd say the Bronx has never been part of that scene in my mind. Um, I don't really think of them that way. Like they definitely don't dress like like you think of like '90s punks or anything like that. Uh, they yeah. just wear like shirts and pants. The one guy's wearing a Dodgers hat and just like yeah, just guys yeah. you would see in LA. Um, but they do play hard music. But then when you put that into t- the live uh, setting, it's louder and faster and horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, yeah you didn't enjoy it that much. Um, one thing though, I couldn't get past. So there they've been a band for a long time. I guess they're 40s or 50s. They had a guy. With the super long hair, the guitar player, and he was he was playing good guitar, I suppose. But all I could think about was it's a super hot sun, summer day, right? This guy's in all black, long sleeve shirt, long sleeve or long pants, and super long hair, and he's just doing the back and forth, the head tilt thingy. It had to just be like a sauna in there. He had to stink so bad, like your hair is just co- collecting sweat. That was all I could think about. And I was trying to take my mind off of how like piercingly loud it was. So I was just kind of focusing on like, I was like, I wonder how much that guy smells right now. Like if you're in the first row, can you take a, can you whiff that? Like, is it that bad or is, am I just overacting? I was just trying to like keep my mind occupied with, cause my ears were like my watch every five seconds. Was like, dude, get out of this room. It's too loud. So I was trying to stay occupied. Fuck him. I was good. Yeah. Overall. Good. And a good food, good venue, you know. It was cool. Small so place. yeah, we were able to walk there, and uh, a small, uh, you know, eighteen, two thousand people, eighteen hundred, two thousand people. Um, it was fun. Um, Wednesday was hard at work. I was very sleepy, uh, but and then my family was in town. So like, even right now, I am exhausted. It's been nonstop. Go to from work, go to see my parents, uh, and eat junk food, and stay over there later than I would like and go home and then just repeat so i am so exhausted right now like i was saying like this week has been long and it's it's tuesday uh, but okay let's move on we also had an apple event today uh as i'm sure n- you guys don't necessarily care about and i'm i don't care a whole lot about these anymore they're they're very much the same as what you've seen the year prior i really would like to hear them or stop hearing them, I should say. Uh, every year they'll say, this is the greatest iPhone we've ever made. Yes, it's it's a little bit better than last year. Everyone who bought the phone last year is a bozo. I understand. Let's stop saying that. Because you're on the 15th phone now, so you've said this 15 times. Plus that, because of you know other S's and different things. But The phone is titanium. So it's one milligram lighter or something than the 14. Uh, the camera can record in spatial, like a 3D, but it only comes in handy if you own their huge headset that isn't out yet. That's thirty five hundred bucks. Um, yeah, it's a little better than the one, the fourteen. Um, the watch is a little better than the nine. Is a little better than the eight. They made a a, a number two for the mega, you know, rock climber watch. Um, a good thing that I guess I think the 14 will get too. So when you are out of signal, you're at, you know out in the wilderness and you have no signal, you can do an SOS call. So if you're you know fall off a cliff and you have no signal and you need an airlift, it, it, this is an amazing feature. You can 
call people, uh, you know, the services to come rescue you. Well, I guess now it'll apply. So if you're on the road, you hit a moose and there's no cell reception, you can, I guess you weren't supposed to do the SOS call that way because it was calling 911. But if you need to call AAA, you can now do that with the new, I assume it's going to be iOS related because a 14 can do the SOS call. So from that perspective, it's an awesome upgrade. If you're going from like an iPhone 11, if you're out in Mammoth, you have no cell signal in, in half those areas. If you fall and break your leg, you can use the SOS. I think that's a, a wonderful you know thing to have on a phone or a watch. So that part of it is good. But all in all, it, it's you know very, very minor upgrade um, if you have the 14. Uh, but yeah, all of that stuff came out. They didn't announce a new Apple TV. They didn't announce new headphones. So... Uh, just watch, just phone. That was the Apple event. Uh, you can pre-order those Friday and get them next week. Uh, Andy, do you want to talk about Burning Man? Uh, I don't know too much about it. I just know it was a disaster, which it's been a disaster Rain. before. But this time, uh, yeah, like it flooded and people were stuck there. So they stuck there for a while. Yeah. I was with some friends that were talking about it. Goose, old friend of the podcast. Um, yeah, they were, they were, it was crazy. Goose was there? No, he was, uh, talking oh. about it. He was the one that was updating okay. me when I, I saw him over the weekend. They were, cause I don't know anything about any of these fucking festivals or when they're at. I know, uh, another old friend of the podcast, a very old friend, Chad, but usually goes to these Yeah, things. I was going to say, I think Biff wasn't there. Yeah, I was going to say, this would be like the only time he wasn't there, which maybe he's onto something. Yeah, he knows. He saw the forecast. Yeah, my parents did say when they were, they were getting there? to the airport in <laughs> Reno. No, no, but they live in Reno, so they get annoyed by this every year. There was mud everywhere, just from the people driving back into town to go out of the airport back to Seattle. Uh, there was mud all over the place. Yeah, it just kind of. It seems like every year that it gets worse. I know previous years it's just super hot, and like it takes forever to get out of there, and it's just like small highway roads, and it's like, well, this was the opposite. And they did have those like eco-terrorists those people that just like sit on the road in germany with and like glue their hand and then just pout they did that on the road and then they realized they're on indian reservation land and so it's tribal police and they're like get the fuck out of here they ripped these people off that road so fast i don't know if you guys saw that video but that was pretty uh pretty funny these people not have jobs like it's always in the middle of a day on a wednesday it's like what are you doing like it's crazy nobody nobody knows no one knows I listened to a podcast with Harlan Williams, I think is his name. The guy that was the cop on Dumb and Dumber who pulls yeah. him over. It's a cardigan. Thanks Six for noticing. Six minute abs. Yeah, I don't know what that or is. Uh, he was uh-huh, there. Uh, and, there's something about Mary. Okay. He picks up and, the hitchhiker. Uh, he was kind of explaining, you know, it was kind of a shit show, but it was still a lot of fun and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure they made the most of it, but yeah, they had rain and... Uh, it caused some problems. Uh, Smash Mouth, Andy. A band from our childhood. Well, Smash Mouth's still out there, you know. It's, it's, he, he retired from the band, though, right? Because I yeah, saw he had he retired, an incident. forced out. Um, so Steve oh, I didn't know Harwell, that. The, the, the lead singer, founder. Yeah, that looks like Guy Fieri. Yeah, he uh, had an incident at like, a state fair a couple years ago where he was clearly like just wasted out of his mind and couldn't sing the songs and like fell over they had to cancel their show and he 
retired from the band at that point. Um, and that is what uh, ultimately got him. He, yeah. uh, it was liver failure, and he was a pretty uh, extreme alcoholic. 56 years old? Yeah, and uh, that, it's crazy because that was around the age my aunt passed away uh, from alcoholism. She uh, had like a failing liver that led to like, I think it was like, psych, is it like, like cirrhosis. cirrhosis of the liver? Something like that. So that's, uh, and I remember the last time I saw my aunt was about a couple years before she passed away because she had ended up moving to Idaho, but I was really close with her growing up. She was literally like my second mom. And when I last saw her, I would watch her drink, uh, like she would fill up, you know, just a regular, regular little like whiskey cup that you would, you know, drink whiskey out of, uh, fill it to the brim on the rocks with Jameson and it would just watch her just go through those. Like, you know, you were drinking water after a 10 mile run or something. It was, it was kind of wild to actually like see, cause I mean, you know, we drink beers here. I like to go out and drink. We all do. But it's like when you actually see what like somebody who's like really intense with drinking, what how they do it, it's almost like, holy shit, how do they even function through a day? And they get to a point where the only way they can function through a day is with alcohol, because I'm sure that come down is just so awful that, uh, you know, it's, you know, you can't function any other way than at least having some alcohol in your system. So. I always think about what the human body can endure. And oh, yeah. obviously putting poison in your body, it, it'll get through it for the most part. It's going to have repercussions, but it'll survive that. And I think about like those like tribes in Africa that do those like cups, little plates in their lips and in their ears, and they extend their necks and all sorts of weird things. It's like the human body can endure, and it's, it's crazy what it can put up with. We put, you know, put it through. Yeah, but with this, for that long, extreme alcoholism, you won't survive. Like, it's only a matter of time. So, so. they were talking about this, uh, Dr. Drew was talking about this, and being 56 to have liver failure, like, it doesn't make any sense that he didn't get a liver transplant. And he was saying there's different reasons, and they didn't necessarily know, but you can't get on that list if you can't give up booze, if you have an active infection, or, like, cancer of another region or something like that, but... Uh, like otherwise he would have been able to like they'd be talking like hey this guy was on the list and he couldn't get a liver in time and he died look at this so he was saying like it's it's probably one of those reasons why he wasn't on that list because i haven't heard anyone say anything about him not being able to get a liver yeah i mean if, if you haven't given it up for 20 years it's been a problem then yeah yeah but if your doctor literally says you're gonna die that just means like he had no support system like if you have well, that's Parents, how it works. <laughs> a wife, friends, something that they're going to say, you know, we're going to send you to a lighthouse to live with Willem Dafoe and you're going to drink nothing but that way. <laughs> orange apple cider and you're going to get you know, it clean. No, it works that way, Andy. No, it doesn't. If you're you if you're told you're going to die, if you don't stop, it happens. Someone's going to intervene every day. They know they know. Yes, but I'm saying you can't force them to stop. Oh, (laughs) it's their choice. I don't know. I think if you lock someone away and get them clean, they'll just go right back to it if they want to. But then they don't get clean, Andy. I don't know. I think off of it. I don't know what his family scenario is like. I don't. I mean, (laughs) the the story was he. I don't know how relevant that is. And then he got divorced, so it's like one of the. He's also, and you mix that with the fact he's a rock star. I mean, that's where it is too. Have you ever seen any Motley Crue stuff or anything like that, Sean? Well, why haven't those guys died? 
Oh, well, he already. We know. Ozzy Osbourne's going mean, to be 105. Did, right? one of them. Yeah, Nikki Six. But we we have yeah. Andy's already told us the theory from years ago that if you're yeah, live when, over if you're British and sixty you or whatever you live forever seventy I thought yeah, sixty or seventy whatever it doesn't same thing. I mean I like Smash Mouth. They're one of those bands where it's like yeah I don't need to listen to them you know often but every now and then it's fun to to listen to that Shrek soundtrack and see what they got. They got some good stuff on there, you know. It is funny that they're so like recognizable for Shrek. When it's like that song was from, Austin Powers, also from right? Mystery Men. It was a, wasn't that song also Mystery a cover Men? from the Monkeys or something? That was yeah. one of them. I'm talking about All Star was the music video for All Star. But no, Tony was on par where Stiller I was going, and stuff like that. And it's like that's a that's that song's from Mystery Men, but people just have forgotten Mystery Men. Yes, Why? people forget because Shrek is better than Mystery Men. Andy. I don't know about that. Kel was in Mystery Men. The Who? great Pee Wee Herman, Kel and Pee Wee Herman. Oh. So he got yeah, but I've seen or... Shrek since I was you know more than once. I have not seen Mystery Men more than once. I have. I haven't seen it since the year two thousand. I'm sure, but it was on a lot. You took better mental notes than I. Mm-hmm. Janine Garofalo. They, they Hank Azaria. Like, Most Sizzlack himself oh, was in it. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Trash uh, bins for armor or something like that. They met in a diner. They really shouldn't I remember they should bring that back that. because superheroes are so big now. We like, need superheroes to corral around L.A. County and, and local Kohl's and Targets and Nordstrom's because there's Neanderthals just run, running wild in the city, Andy. We need a superhero to save the day because the I don't police think you've can't. been in the city to see any... I don't go in the city because you'll get looted and pillaged. I don't think you will. <laughs> Bunch of Vikings, Andy. It's awful. Okay. So we need a superhero. Um, let's talk about AMC TV. No, we have one more death here. So we went from Wait. one extreme to the other. Did I, I didn't yeah. write that down so then. We, what we is have the other one, one? One person who died of alcoholism. One person who championed alcohol in, in so many ways. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. So. Oh, yeah. I didn't write that. I didn't he, even see that on your list. He is known for just being a guy who likes his drinks, but drinking responsibly. He made a world and a life out of one song from the 70s. Yeah. And to this day, margaritas are super popular, you know? Without them, where would they be? Margaritas would have been a sink for Jimmy Buffett. What Buff. would I have done at a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> you know? We wouldn't even known about a margarita if it wasn't for him. Uh, George Clooney would be nowhere. He'd have no billion dollars. So. Yeah, no one would drink tequila. Yeah. I had a margarita on Saturday. And a picture of margarita with my family, actually. You should thank Jimmy Buffett. He made it possible. Yeah. Um, that was skin cancer. So there you go. Uh, if you live in Margaritaville, I sound I, that sounds sunny to me. Make <laughs> sure you're getting that shit checked out. The sun is a dick. I bet spilling lime juice and salt on your skin probably doesn't help the skin cancer. I don't think either. that causes skin cancer. It could. Andy. There's acids and salts, sodiums. I don't know. Skin cancer on his it's fingertips. Drawing the moisture further out of the skin, and therefore it gets worse. But I don't know. Yeah, it I'm sounds like scientist. he lived a very full life. It also sounds like he was a very like down to earth, cool guy. Um, I don't know a single song of his beyond Margaritaville. I'm not sure if I do too. <laughs> but isn't there a funny Sunny in Philadelphia skit where it's uh? They say they're singing a song that they say is Jimmy Buffett's, and the guy's like, no, it's not. And they're still like singing it. I, I, we'll, we'll look for it afterwards. Remind me. Somebody just sent it to me the other day, and it was like, re- it was really funny. 
I don't know. They often like do they like misquotes of songs. No, it was yeah, it was something we, like we'll that where they were like, yeah, we'll look it up afterwards. So it's, but I'll show you guys. They like Steve Winwood. We know that. But yeah, I, I forgot all about that. I mean, that was a, a couple weeks ago, I think, by now. But yeah, we got to cover. I don't know where a Margaritaville is. I feel like you have to go to Florida. Yeah, get, well, the south. there's a the Margaritaville there, restaurant. Was there I think one in Vegas? Vegas. On Vegas. Okay, but um, he has like resorts and shit. And yeah, I, I didn't know that at all until the news said yeah, that. Margaritaville definitely crazy. seems like a beach in Vegas in uh, Florida. Like you're on like yeah. uh, what's it called like mm-hmm. Daytona well, Beach he's, or something. He's from Key West, I think. Yeah, yeah. he's a big Miami Heat fan. Yeah, it's, then yeah, that's definitely where Margaritaville is. Much more uh, Margaritaville is in my because okay. yeah, he he was seventy six, yeah, I think. And he says Margaritaville is at Javier's and Irvine. <laughs> Interesting. Do you not remember that, Sean? Oh, when Andy had all the margaritas. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, for some reason, the the second podcast we record, it's like the internet gets choppy or something. I only catch a lot of what you guys say cuts off. So I was just trying to act like I heard what you said and just saying, yeah. Uh, I think it's. Um, yeah, I think it has something to do with more of that. You you talk more in this one, so I think like some probably gets somewhere gets weird. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. It is interesting because yeah, it's, it's not in the sports at all, and then it just starts in this one. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Full life, you can't be too bummed. Uh, you know, it's not like he he went with his family and friends around him, so that's that's nice, I, I suppose, and, and all that. And I mean, in your seventies, that's still pretty solid. Versus fifty five or fifty six, that's that's pretty early on this day and age. And, and his was his life. was more self and doing too. I mean, alcohol. Yeah, of course. So do everything in moderation, uh, including moderation. Not oh, to yeah. not to do a toast for you guys here, but. Um, all right, now do you want to talk about AMC, Andy? Yeah, so the AMC network, not the movie theaters, uh, the TV network, uh, they can resume producing their shows. They got an exemption from the the unions because they are not part of the big studios. Um, so they have agreed to whatever the union has demanded. Um, but yeah, they're not part of the big Warner Brothers Universal type thing. So uh, they can start making more Walking Dead spinoffs because that's pretty much all they do. Uh, they're at AMC, but they're allowed to do it. So uh, that's that's something happening. Some people are getting back to work, which is which is nice. But um, yeah, they're allowing more and more of these exemptions, especially to like indie projects or other like. I mean, AMC's not indie, but they are indie. They're independent from the big system. So um, that's maybe what we're going to be seeing in uh, the next year is some of these smaller things because they're they're allowed to do it. I mean. Also, part of those rules is, um, I'll talk about it. We're talking about the film festivals. Uh, some of those independent movies, they were allowed to be promoted by their stars because they're not part of the, the big studio system. So, um, I don't know. I feel like the strike, I've said it before, I think the strike will be over either end of this month or middle of October. So, sometime within the next six weeks. But, um, yeah, AMC's got a head start there. Nice for them. Yeah, they better wrap this up. I mean, we're going to have such like a dead zone in, you know, 10 months, 12 months, whatever it is of nothing coming out because they haven't been making anything like, yeah, they're doing stuff, you know, editing, but they're not filming anything right now. And that's going to catch up. Yeah, it's like a second COVID. All right, let's talk about Taylor Swift and his favorite. So Taylor Swift, uh, if you haven't been paying attention, has 
had a pretty nice summer for herself, uh, a concert tour. She got enormous uh, somehow. Like, was she all, like, like, I know everyone knew her, but, like, people were, like, selling a kidney to go see her. So, what happened is she's been popular since 2007, I think. Very popular people our age. And now people our age actually have a little spending money. And so she really And people our age have gone through a bunch of breakups. Yeah, and (laughs) this was, like, someone everyone can kind of agree on, and they all... Like it so it became an event. It's you know it's similar to the success of Barbie, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, but she has made a, a shit ton of money on on this tour, um, and I guess she's been playing like three to four hours every night, which is crazy. You're complaining about yeah having to see three bands for three hours. Well, like, if you start at seven, that's a different story. And I think these places have seats, Andy. Not all of them. I mean, they all have seats, but not she's all the tickets. She's playing stadiums. Are... I know, but well, yeah, that's get... your own fault. You're a 19-year-old if you're buying the field. Sitting at a concert Andy. is weird, unless you're seeing classical music or something. I yeah. sit to Clapton. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, anyways, her tour has been super successful. People who wanted to go couldn't go. Um, so she is putting her concert into movie theaters. Uh, <laughs> they made a concert film, which is a thing that exists, but... Uh, this is going to be a big hit. It's coming out October 13th, and that scared away a movie that was supposed to come out that day, Friday the 13th, October 13th. Uh, the new Exorcist was supposed to come out, and when Taylor Swift announced that, uh, the studio, uh, Jason Blum at Blumhouse, just said, like, yeah, we surrender. We're moving October <laughs> 6th. We you know, I, I, I enjoy him. I respect him for surrendering that, but it's just such a bummer because October 13th, a Friday the 13th in October, yeah. The Exorcist, it being 50 years since the original one came out, it's upsetting. I wish Taylor Swift would have been like, I'll come out October 6th. Well, the girls that are going to go see Taylor Swift aren't the girls that are going to go see The Exorcist. You can't say that for sure. Uh, you can say that with a, a well, pretty high certainty. Well, the one thing I'll say is it's going to be the girls that force their boyfriends to come watch it with them yeah, so then they can't go watch no, The Exorcist with yeah. their boys. I guess that, Look, I'm that too, part I go to like But you go on Saturday. Either. You go the following day. No, it's about the 13th, John. You gotta understand. You I, tell I, I the go, girlfriend that we'll go the oh, following day. Oh, no. Taylor Swift has no rules. Yeah. Like, those girls are crazy, Sean. They're crazy. It's like, you just spent $700 for the two tickets to see her they'll, at SoFi. Now you have to go see her at AMC? Yeah. Like, we're also going to get the Airbnb next to her house, so that's $4,300 a night. Like, oh, shit. I think my cousin actually just did, like, a tour at her house. My cousin went to, like, two of those shows. She's, like, 20 fucking, I don't know, four or six. I do remember, and this that just reminded me years and years ago when I used to listen to Kevin and Bean when they were a, a talk show on the radio. It was a news story at the time, so, you know, picture 10 years ago or something, but she invited a handful of her f- fans, to Taylor Swift, to her home, and she like baked cookies for them and like hung out with them. That's super cool. If you're a big fan of this chick and you get in somehow win the lotto to go to her home and have her toll house cookies. That's also why I was like, that's so crazy. Like she's selling out 500,000 stadiums in California or in America for this tour. Cause she just invited 31 of her closest fans over for cookies like a decade ago. I, she was just as big. How far we've come. <laughs> I don't. I think that was not a thing. 
you're acting like she had to invite people over because she couldn't. No, you don't have to do that. But to do that, that's that's a pretty cool thing. Like if the Rolling Stones, like Sean, would you like to come over and have a cognac with yeah. us uh, on our our yacht yeah, off of Italy? I'd be so inclined and obliged to do that immediate. What about the banging the hookers? <laughs> what? That's what Andy just said. <laughs> What do you mean? Why do you say that? These guys are in their 70s. They shouldn't be doing that. Oh, yeah. come on, Sean. <laughs> They're going to have a heart attack. Why do they keep having kids then? You know how that works, right? That's not with hookers. That's with okay, uh, Russian gym uh, uh, ballet people. What's the difference? Oh, Andy. Yeah. I'm going to say Andy over here. They might be in love. You don't know, Andy. Um. Yeah, so I'm sure that's going to be huge. Uh, what are you projecting, Andy, uh, box office-wise for that Taylor Swift show at AMC? I think they're saying it's going to make like $50 million in its opening weekend, which is insane for a concert film. Yeah. What is she worth? It's priceless. Um, yeah. I think they said <laughs> after... a credit card commercial. No, I think I, I think my... So my buddy, uh, he's very invested in her. He lives in West Hollywood, so I think you put one and one together. Um, he was saying that uh, he... That after like apparently after this movie maybe or something like that or or after the the Eras tour that just ended, that her she's a close to a billion, which That's is insane. Yeah, I mean the the thing about this tour is that this is based on the fact that she didn't have the rights to her own music and she's like, oh, I remember hearing that. Fuck yeah, this. That I'm going to just re-record all of my music because I own the songwriting rights. And Scooter Braun loses that, another one. That has been th- that successful and she gets now all the money from that it's just like it's ridiculous like yeah she's a mogul you know they always mm-hmm. said that about like jay-z and stuff oh it's really about the business more than the music and it's like well she's doing the same thing so yeah she'll, she's gonna be buying the seattle super or something she can buy whatever she wants yeah good for her all right well let's uh take a uh Take a uh, beat towards a negative direction. Uh, Danny Masterson going away for a long time. Yeah, so he was uh, sentenced to 30 years to life uh, after being convicted of, I believe, two different rapes. So um, last time we talked about the story, was there was a mistrial. Uh, we said there'd be a new trial, and he was found guilty during that one, um, which was sometime earlier this year, but now he's being sentenced. Uh, and yeah, this story has really taken off for a couple of different reasons. A lot of, a lot of good uh, conversation about this. Um, but I think why it's really stuck around for more than a week or two has been uh, Ashton Kutcher in uh, Mila Kunis. It came out that they wrote character reference letters to the judge. And this has been very controversial because... Was that solicited? Yes. Okay. It wasn't that they didn't just do it on their own, but it is very normal. And they even said they had to they had to make a, an apology slash explanation video saying that like uh, Danny Masterson's family asked for this because this is a very normal thing. Is judges would like to hear that like okay I'm gonna I have to make a decision on this sentencing I can I can go from anywhere to 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 life to whatever. Um, so if I get some a little more information on the person, maybe I can make a better decision. Is so, from their perspective, this is someone they've known for over 20 years and has been a good friend to them, and they're not denying that he did what he did. The jury found him guilty, and they're accepting that, but they wrote a letter to say, yeah, he was a good guy from what we knew of, so we never had a problem with him. 
and the judge can take that into consideration when they're making the sentencing decision. It doesn't look like that worked to get any leniency for him. Um, and that was never supposed to be leaked. And somehow it got leaked. And now, uh, yeah, they're facing a whole bunch of criticism for it. Um, same with, uh, you know, Red and Kitty. The, they also, the, the actors who played them, uh, also submitted letters saying, yeah, we worked with him. He was a good guy. But, you know, that doesn't yeah, mean... maybe then. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. And, and there was a very good um, social media post from Christina Ricci, you know, the the actress from Casper. Remember Casper? She's just, just still doing stuff today. Um, she said, like, you work with people, they can be great to you and they can still do terrible things. And, you, and it, sometimes it's hard to reconcile that, but that's just reality. He might have been a great friend. He also is a convicted rapist now. Uh, it's, so sometimes it's hard to uh, keep those separate. And you're like, it's... The person I knew wasn't like that, so I it's hard for me to have those same negative feelings. But um, for us being on the outside, it's like, well, I don't have any relationship with him, so fuck him. He can rot in prison for life. But if you're someone who worked with him, you've known him for 25 years, that's a little a little tougher. So I think it's a, it's did a rough you, situation. Did you see the Conan clip resurface? No, I did not see that. So this is from you know early 2000s or something, and they're talking about the show. And he does some... New York accent thing about touching his balls or, or something. I don't remember the, the context exactly of the clip, but Conan's like, yeah, I've, I've heard about you. You're going to be caught soon, you know, joking, ha, 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 kind of a thing. Everyone laughs. And so that's why it's been resurfacing. It's like, whoa. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't like the whole... And everything is on the internet. It's just become such a, like a a pitchfork mob. Everyone's all so angry, you know, about things that have nothing to do with them just because they hate their lives because of what the internet's done. Um, it's like, who the, who cares what Ashton Kutcher said about a friend of his that he knows in a professional or a friendly setting? Because I don't think this guy's probably been a piece of shit to Ashton Kutcher. He's been a piece of shit to people in private. Why would this guy who's been his friend say like, Oh no, I'm not writing this letter. Um, because he's been accused of something uh, I don't know anything about. It's like, so of course the internet's like, oh, cancel this kid uh, who hasn't made anything since Steve Jobs' movie. Like, it's stupid. I, I don't, the internet has is, is made so many people so just, not everyone has a, deserves to have a voice on, like, the world's stage, besides, obviously, Tony's take. Uh, it's, a, it's a different conversation there. I mean, it's, the internet's free. It's open for everyone. I, know, I understand, but I'm just saying not everyone needs to listen. Because um, oh, most people just want to do that mob immediately. They hate everything. They hate you the second you have a you know, a platform. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how you fix that, but it's pretty awful. I think it's really bad for children. I don't think this is children being involved in this. I don't think. No, I'm just saying like as a whole, like kids seeing like yeah. the internet is an awful thing. Or you can watch videos of Ronald McDonald killing children on the internet. <laughs> as well, so Whoa. It's what? good too. <laughs> what are you transitioning to Andy? That was a reference to a few weeks ago. I think it was the podcast you oh. didn't do with us, Sean, that uh, there okay. was the, we were talking about what movie was the it? People who made talk to me. Yeah, and I still haven't seen that, but you said that's not coming to, like, a thing for a while? No. I'll probably buy the Blu-ray, though. Yeah, well, we should just buy it right I now. I don't well, doubt it. It's not out yet. Um, but they made Man, don't YouTube you have, videos. like, pre-order access or something? They should. I should be an A24 premium or something. A platinum. That's not bad. They should fly me around the country. Ooh. Yeah. Um, 
Where would you go? Just where, where are these film festivals at? That does oh, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. Yeah, oh, we're talking about you going to Andy's going to Con. He's going to Aspen. <laughs> we're going to send him to Venice. <laughs> Could you imagine that, Andy, with a little placard and a little checkered yeah. shirt? Uh, Excusez-moi, sir, uh, mademoiselle. <laughs> <laughs> like a little. I'm just picturing like a red beanie, like dressed like Waldo. <laughs> Me, I'm one of those what? little Venice boats. I don't know. Yeah. He said a checkered shirt, so I just thought of Waldo. <laughs> Even though I think that was stripes. But I thought it was a striped shirt. Andy's sitting on that little uh, Venice boat next to Kanye West getting a BJ from that lady. Oh, boy. <laughs> they're getting banned from that country. Every day, it seems like there's more things. like Who's out there? That tiny, Kanye West, that... The rapper can get banned from Italy. <laughs> they like that. He's gonna get banned. He's got banned from that taxi cab because, like, his butt crack is on all over TMZ. What's he doing out there? Who's he with? He's with his new wife. Hmm. I think he's banned from like Instagram. I think now. I don't know. I don't know how we got there. Eighties good friends with Kanye West is what we're talking about. about You got us there, Sean. You got us there. (laughs) We could say that, but we could probably point fingers later. Now the thing with with the yeah with Danny Masterson is, does he really need to go to jail for thirty years or the rest of his life? Like what was? Because he's it's, it, in his forties, so figure about seventy. He's coming out of Quentin. It's an interesting question people don't want to have about. Uh, he, this was from twenty years ago, and I believe that they changed statute of limitations laws after Harvey Weinstein because they're like we don't want to get stuck not being able to charge someone. Um, but there's a reason why those usually exist because it's like uh, this guy's lived an innocent life to our knowledge for the last 20 years and now he goes to prison for 30 years. It's a little little weird. Like, do we really need to do that? Is that really the best decision? But um, I don't know. Well, your options really are go and live in you know France with Roman Polanski <laughs> yeah. Or kill yourself. That's a good option. I mean, I take that option. That's not too bad. I would take that one over killing myself as well. Him and Spacey and Polanski just... Well, Spacey's been acquitted, right? Isn't Spacey in the clear? Okay, but he's not allowed back. Oh, come on. We'll have him back. No, he was acquitted of one thing, but he had multiple... I thought it was of all things. No, that's what... Spacey did have uh, statute of limitations on some of his that couldn't go forward. But like the one... Was it all Anthony Rapp stuff? That stuff is past statute of limitations, so... That's what I'm saying, so... Uh, like, doesn't mean he didn't do it. <laughs> he's not coming back, okay? He's not. Spacey's done. He's stuck in England. I don't care where he lives. I just want House of Cards to restart or make a new movie that's good. I think they killed him off, you know? <laughs> he's not coming back to House of Cards. The show ended five years Whatever. Uh, just... No, he's, he's a good actor. Back. He's not coming back. Let it go. Well, give it to Denzel, then. He's He's done. But yeah, go then go live with them and and you know, just outside of Paris. Yeah, too late for that. I uh, people could smuggle you out of here pretty easy. He's got a guy, I'm sure. Yeah, there's always Jeffrey Epstein's way out. Was that his way? Is that his way out? Of Andy? Mm-hmm. I'd like to he get Tony's uncle's uh, thoughts on on that one. <laughs> I haven't That's talked to any of my podcast. uncles in. Over a year, so I mean, maybe once upon a time I could have told you that, but I have, there's a good chance I never see those uncles again. Oh boy, my time came and went with them. They're on Epstein's list. Andy, let's talk about the film festival. Okay, so in the last couple, we weeks weren't even ago, at the film festival yet. Well, Andy backtracked. Now, now we're talking. Yeah, 
Okay, so they were there were three big film festivals that happened over the last two weeks. One's actually still going right now, but uh, yeah, the big the big one is the Venice Film Festival. That's every uh, September, and that's that's the one that always you see the news. That's the uh, standing ovations that last for forty five minutes. That kind of stuff. What? That's a real thing. Yeah. Well, that's not forty five minutes. I'm exaggerating, but it's like ten minutes. They'll do a standing ovation after a movie, and yeah. it's like that's crazy. Um, there's also the uh, the Chris Pine spitting thing from last oh, year. Oh yeah, we talked about Is that, that the last week. Festival where uh, Emil Hirsch beat up the chick. That was Sundance. Oh, that's that's in January. Waco, Texas. No, it's in Utah. Oh. Uh, but at the Venice uh, Film Festival, a, a number of interesting movies that I, I want to see coming out this fall, uh, including Ferrari, Michael Mann's Ferrari. And this was oh a, yeah, uh, this was a movie that Adam Driver was able to attend the festival and promote because it is a distributed by an independent company, Neon. So uh, Driver was out there and he was uh, making statements about the union and that kind of stuff. So he was really pushing it, but he was able to go to the premieres, which was kind of cool. Um, also, David Fincher's The Killer. That's coming to Netflix. Uh, I love David Fincher, so I'm excited for this one. Um, Priscilla, the movie of Priscilla Presley. We had Elvis last summer. Now we've got Priscilla coming out this fall. It's an A24 movie from Sofia Coppola. Um, what else is another big one here? Um, oh, Bradley Cooper's Maestro. We watched that trailer where he's got that fake nose playing the composer. I don't think I saw that trailer. Um, I think we looked at it. but Yeah, it's the same a little controversy talk. about his... He had his he had a fake nose. People were like, "Is that offensive that he has a fake nose?" He had a Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but everyone's the, offended the, by everything, Andy. <laughs> but the big uh, the big winner, the winner of the the prize, the Golden Lion, uh, was Yorgos Lanthimos's Poor Thing. So that guy sounds Greek. He is Greek, very Greek guy. I'm, I'm a fan of his uh, his films. Uh, makes some weird weird stuff here, and Poor Things looks very very weird. Uh, it was supposed to be like kind of a Frankenstein-like tale with Emma Stone. You have Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe. Uh, so yeah, I was looking forward to this when it was announced and see it now getting released to this festival. It's uh, won the grand prize. That's that's pretty good. So uh, so pretty much all of these movies that I'm talking about now have trailers because they're they're out. People have seen them. So uh, we're not going to go through. We've talked about some of these trailers as well, but we're not going to go through them. Uh, one by one, like we would usually do. Uh, but yeah, that's that was at uh, Venice. Um, also, Woody Allen had a movie at Venice, and it, it, it reviewed. Talking well. about retirement. Uh, yeah, he says that's probably his last movie there. But uh, weird career there. Speaking of uh, exiled people. Uh, yeah. So don't marry your ten-year-old adopted daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good advice. Uh, one of the other <laughs> things that, that was. Down. Now, one of the other things that was shown at Venice uh, was Wes Anderson's The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. So we finally know what this is. It's been like a, a mystery. It's a Netflix thing. And it's like, well, what is this? Wes Anderson does weird stuff. Uh, it is four short films, but not like five-minute shorts, like 40-minute things. Because like it's like a Netflix series, uh, four stories uh, that are all rolled doll stories. So Netflix bought the rights to roll doll like a few years ago. Um so this is kind of the right guy to adapt those stories. He has uh, the right look for weird cartoon stuff. I mean, you guys all know Roald Dahl, like Willy Wonka, Matilda. He's a he's a weird story. Oh, like <clears throat> the one that like the Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp. No, I mean the author, like that. Oh, he wrote those yeah. books. And Matilda was weird. And it was James the Giant Peach? I randomly Roald watched Matilda, Matilda, like 
back in like April or something. I remember being like, I forgot that she actually had powers to like make shit move. She yeah. shrunk Danny DeVito. The creepy, like. Also, it's just so funny to think like, like just how like the parents just did not give a flying fuck about their daughter. Like, oh yeah, fine, take her. <laughs> yeah. But that's coming out, uh, I think, end of this month. So, uh, like, one one per day is what they're doing or something. So, uh, that'll be interesting to see. I know Benedict Cumberbatch, I believe, is, is playing Henry Sugar, whatever that means. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with these stories. I don't like Wes Anderson anymore. Okay, well, that's fine. I feel like his movies early on, he was a child making these films for children. Um, and now he's like a teenage boy where there's, like, unnecessary nudity and it's not that oh, playful. What? Is nudity ever unnecessary? <laughs> look, he's know. a man who moved to Paris, you know? Right, look at what it does to you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like, though. you know, um, I'm bl- oh, what's the, f- the blank? The first one where he's Jason Schwartzman's the kid in the school? Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah, there was he no is attracted to a you know a substitute teacher kind of a lady, but it's not you know. Oh, here's a scene of her showering, and then you fast forward to that printing press movie, and like, well, here's a nude actress for a, a po or a you know a statue uh, scene. It's like, what? I don't know. Moonrise Kingdom. So so much fun. It's a bunch of kids in camp. It, it's terrific. It just seems like he's growing at such a slow rate. Like he's now he's in that teenage role of like, oh, let's see some boobies. Ha ha ha. I don't think that's it again. Oh, maybe. We'll see. We'll, Move to Paris. We'll see what happens with this new show on Netflix, I guess. The the show on Netflix is not going to have nudity. I can almost guarantee you that. It's based on <laughs> children's books. Well, I hope not, Andy. <laughs> yes. I think you're safe on that end. All righty. Um, yeah, <laughs> moving on to the Telluride Film Festival. So this is here in America. It's based after in Colorado. A uh, Western Colorado. Very hard to get to. Um, yeah, it looks hard to get to. This yeah, place this doesn't picture, even look real. This looks like a movie set itself. It's a small little mountain town in Western Colorado. This looks like one of those bars you have to like, uh, like out in Havasu where you have to... Uh, yeah, four-wheel drive needed. Or like off-road for two miles to get to, and you're like, are we still even in civilization? The answer is no. Um, but anyway, yeah, tell us about it. So yeah, so this this festival had a, a number of, of things I'm interested in. I think the number one here is this one. Jeff Nichols' is the, the Bike Rider. I went to a high school with the Jeff Nichols. Yeah. True well, story and I elementary school. So hey, definitely not. Guy. He's one year above me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's interesting about this is Jeff Nichols' brother, Ben Nichols. Oh, didn't know is, Ben. As uh, <laughs> a musician, he has a band called Lucero. And in uh, 2005, on their album, they had a song called Bike Riders, and it was based on the same source material uh, about a – it was a, um, a f- photography book about a motorcycle gang in 1960s Illinois. Um, and so, yeah, so this the songwriter wrote a song about it, and now years later, his filmmaker brother is making a movie about it uh, starring Jody Comer, Austin Butler, Tom Hardy, Mike Sh- Michael Shannon – uh, Boyd Holbrook, there's just a ton, ton of guys, and it's since it's motorcycles, Norman Reedus is, is invited as well. I think it was just part of like the union contract that they signed a while ago. It's like if there's motorcycles, Norman Reedus has to be in it. Um, but yeah, 1960s like Chicago area motorcycle gangs uh, looks like good shit. So if you want, if that sounds interesting, go check out the trailer which is out 
Um, I think this movie is going to come out later this year, uh, December time or something. Um, but we also saw Alexander Payne's The Holdovers was at this uh, film festival. It's the new Paul Giamatti movie. Uh, looks looks kind of interesting. Um, Saltburn, the second movie from Emerald Fennel, who directed uh, Promising Young Woman, which was uh, one of my favorite movies of the last few years. So this is her second movie. Uh, and it's got our favorite uh, Barry... Keoghan, oh. uh, being a creep, I'm sure. Uh, I heard there's some uh, a lot of similarities to uh, talented Mr. Ripley. It's like young people, uh, rich people, you know that kind of stuff. So, um, so that's the Telluride Festival, uh, and that that wrapped up last week. And now going on right now is Toronto. So that's the time we got three different countries. We got festivals everywhere. Um, so this one looks even bigger. Like there's all kinds of stuff. I can't go through it, but uh, I think the thing to take away from this is that despite the strikes, there is going to be a lot of things coming out. A lot, a lot of smaller stuff. Uh, there weren't that as many delays as maybe we thought. Like Dune was a big one. Um, there was one of the Sony Spider-Man movie things was delayed. Uh, but yeah, most everything is going to come out. Uh, so. There'll be stuff to see this fall. Yeah, but I mean, I at some point next, we're gonna hit a lull where, you know. Yeah, it's gonna be next. It's summer, just gonna be a bunch of Tyler fall. Perry shit coming out or something. <laughs> I don't know. The union, like, we don't even want any part of this. So yeah, no, he's not in the Tyler union. Perry. Like, he's in <laughs> a completely different union. I don't know. Um, but yeah, next week I am gonna go through that schedule because as these festivals wrap up, they're gonna have solid dates. Oh. Um, unless Taylor Swift announces four more concert yeah. films, then we're all <laughs> fucked. But um, yeah, we'll get get a, a schedule going for you know October and through the end of the year. All right. Well, let's talk about some trailers. I only have one written down, so Goosebumps, which I'm very excited about. This this is coming to Hulu. Yeah, I, I am too. Uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I so, have that as well. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, finally got a first look at it. Uh, and a little more details that it is, it is one story, but within the story, uh, it was they said there's going to be inspired by five classic uh, novels. So oh. I, I can't remember off the top of my head what it was like: Monster Blood, Say Cheese and Die, and uh, The Haunted Mask. And so those stories will end up being part of the main Ooh. story. I kind of like that. I would say my favorite uh, ones were uh, the dummy ones were always creepy, sloppy. I mean, sloppy. Oh yeah, that's in there. And then Go Eat Worms was also. I would have liked uh, Stay Out of the Basement. That's That was a classic was, one, too. You know, they could take inspirations from all of them. But I think the Say Cheese and Die, maybe they'll bring back Gosling. Yeah, I think he's available. <laughs> That'd be pretty solid. That would be solid. <laughs> but this is coming out October 13th, Friday the 13th. Ooh, okay. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Taylor, Taylor, Swift. Taylor Swift. I hope this does more money than Yeah. <laughs> People are just donating money to Disney. And the prices are going up just in time for this. Uh, they're also going down. They were offering a big promotion for the the, the ad version. Oh, because they want to get you on there. But. So who's going to be in this Goosebumps? Is Jack Black still? Or it was Justin Long playing like a cop or something, and then some kids. Nice. I don't even know. Um, but you know, no, no so they're going to combine five episodes, like, or is it just like it's one story? But I think things from that story are going to happen to the kids. Well, you have to always have Slappy. Slappy is yeah. the main Goosebumps villain, fan favorite. But He's I the mascot. And then the the mask, I think, was like the first one that ever like came so. out. Stay out of the basement was always good. Man, there's a lot of good ones. Well, if this succeeds, maybe they'll get more. You know, stay out of the basement. I would like to see stay out of the basement again, but I think it would be too difficult to put that into what they're trying to do here. Yeah. 
That movie scared me in first grade, that that episode. I like how to turn it off, I think. I was such a pussy when it came to horror stuff. and I think that's why I like it so much now, because I was so afraid of it as a child. Faced your fears. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what about Monarch, Andy? Uh, so Monarch Legacy of Monsters is coming to Apple November 17th. Uh, this is a TV series based in the Godzilla versus Kong universe, which I'm, you know, happy to live inside of. Uh, I have had a good time with all of those movies. They're all very different and weird. Uh, but this is a very good idea that this is uh, Monarch was introduced in Skull Island. It was John Goodman was like running it in the 70s, government agency that knew about there's big monsters out there. Uh, and this one, it's, it's, it's a very good premise. It stars Wyatt Russell, uh, playing a, a guy working for Monarch in the 80s, I believe. And then it stars Kurt Russell as that character's modern counterpart, which is just great because I love both of those guys. You know, that's just a great idea to just have father and son just play the same character. Um, and it's going to be about in the present day. Monarch trying to deal with Godzilla destroying San Francisco from that first Godzilla movie, which like we haven't really seen too much in those in the sequels. They just kind of like, ah, we ignored that. It happened, but whatever. But like they're showing in the in this series like, oh, yeah, San Francisco was totally destroyed. Um, and Like, what do you do with that? So um, I'll probably have to check out Apple to see this, which sucks. That's I've still never pulled the trigger on Apple um, and very weird that this is going to Apple, not like HBO or something. Well, they're gonna get Killers of the Flower Moon eventually too. Yeah, I just watched uh, an entire series on Apple that I'll be uh, getting into what and what I've been watching. Well, now on November seventeenth, you can also check out Monarch. Maybe. What about Aquaman? Uh, I'm they're still making pretty, these, I guess. I'm, I want to mention this because it's so weird and it's a terrible trend. Uh, I saw that there was a trailer for the new Aquaman, which is like it, there hasn't been a trailer yet. It's crazy. This movie's coming out. Christmas. Was that the Sunday Night Football game they showed that? Was it? Okay, I, I missed that then. Yeah. But it was a trailer for a trailer that they're like, on Thursday, we'll be showing the full trailer. And then they showed 20 seconds. I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this? Like, this this is stupid. Um, it's a bad trend that they're, they've been doing that. So, um, I don't know. Aquaman, the first one was very weird. The fact that James Wan is, does these movies, you know, the guy who created Saw and The Conjuring makes Aquaman movies too is weird but uh it's a dead franchise all those movies all the dc movies have been losing tons of money so it, it's definitely intriguing what's gonna happen with that movie but yeah i guess i'm saying on thursday you'll get to see the full trailer so you get to see more momoa which i know is always interesting to you sean yeah i uh i don't care <laughs> All right, well, uh, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is... T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off at checkout just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. And by the way, that makes it less than $10, including shipping. So go pick one up today. All right. um, I have one. 
Um, I, I'm going to just, I'm going to say I have one, but it's more of what I've been listening to instead of watching because I didn't have really anything that I've been watching, but I wanted to still talk about something. I did a ton actually, but I didn't want to do stuff from last week. Like I watched the new scream. Um, Oh, we've already seen that too. We can discuss that off camera or off microphone. It was fun. Um, it's so, that girl's so unique looking like she's like 12 have you seen With the rumors? how she looks? Are you talking about uh, Ortega? The little girl, the main girl, yeah. Are you, have you heard the rumors that she's like dating Johnny Depp or something? Or there was rumors that he had to like either like deny or something, but regardless, That's she's creepy. 20 and he's 60. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, interesting. I, I wouldn't, I guess that makes sense. She's 20 years old, but like, it, like, she, like Tom Holloway is going to look like he's 11 for probably the next like 15 years. Like she's the same way. Um, which is just bizarre. But yeah, I watched that because it's Halloween time. Um, but yeah, I've, I've one main thing that I watched this weekend and into the, uh, yesterday. So Andy, how many things do you have? I got three hundred. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> well, open us up, Andy. And I'll start with uh, winning time season two. Oh, uh, the HBO series about the 1980s Lakers came back for a second season it seems like nobody knows. Just kind of disappeared. That, yeah, yeah. I, I watched, watched the first season. It's not as uh, relevant as as that first season was, and I don't know. Just timing. I think maybe that first season came out while basketball was being played, or in a dead season of basketball. I don't know what it is. And you can't have John C. Riley go out there and promote it or something. But uh, I think I think it's just as good. It, it's it's faster paced this season, so it actually starts. The opening of the episode starts. The Lakers have just won game one of the 1984 finals. So where we left off, the Lakers had won the 1980 finals. So it skips ahead. Um, mm. And I thought, wow, that's skipping a lot of good stuff. But actually then goes back to uh, the summer. When was Jordan final. drafted? Uh, 84. Okay. But, but Jordan wouldn't be relevant until like 87, 88. Yeah. Um, but it, the, the, the big thing is that 84 finals was in Boston or the game one was in Boston. They still game one. And that was the first series they actually played against Boston. So um, they just kept missing each other in the, the beginning part of the 80s there. Um, but yeah, by episode, I think the next season is over in two uh, two episodes. So it's the first season was one season of basketball. For two episodes of season two, you already gotten through the 1981 season, which is, uh, I think, a good way to do that, get, get through this uh, story. Uh, yeah, the problem... The uh, the writer of the book has been saying, like, the show's not doing that well. If you guys don't watch it, they're not going to make any more of it um, because no one else can really talk about it. He's been trying to promote it. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the sports writer, though, that uh, Tommy said he knew personally and was a dick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what was this story he told us about? Who did he get, like, about Jeter or something? He wrote something. Oh, John Rocker. Yeah. There's something about, like, John Rocker that he wrote about, about, like, something and it pissed off Rocker or but anyways, I like I like the series. Uh, there's stuff you you don't know about that's like, was this real? And you go look up NBA history. So the Lakers, I'll spoil this. They lost in the, the second season, Magic Johnson's second season. They lost and in the first round to the Houston Rockets. Spoilers, Andy. Sorry. Was that Hakeem the Dreams It was not Hakeem. Clyde Drexler? No. Robert Ory? No. 1981. <laughs> These guys. Are, I'll tell you who, who hit the game-winning shot Robert Ory. for the Houston Rockets. Was Mike Dunleavy Sr. Oh my god! I'm like, oh my god! I can't believe. Imagine this. He was the Lakers coach within ten years too. Um, but yeah, I was like, this is real, and I looked it up. Yeah, it was real. And the Rockets went to the finals in 1981. Um, but yeah, good, good NBA history right there. 
Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've liked what I watched so far. Um, it's on season two right now. Mm. You want to do one more? Uh, sure. I, this is a, a comedy movie I watched almost two weeks ago, but I still need to talk about it because it is very interesting, very uh, different. I, I, I liked it a lot, but I'll say this. I w- after the first five minutes, I had no idea if I was going to like this movie at, at all. It had some very weird vibes from it. Um, so I'll give you the premise first, just to give you, get you in the mindset of how weird this is. The premise is about two high school girls who start a fight club at their high school, uh, to (laughs) meet other girls because they're lesbians and that will give them a chance to talk to other girls. And it's like, what? That's like not a thing. Like, what are you talking about? That's so weird. Uh, the opening of the movie takes place at like a, a back to school, like festival and, the football team is there and they're in full pads. And I'm like, oh, I hate this shit. We're like, people are writing things from high school, but they're like, obviously they weren't on the football team. So they don't remember how things actually were. And it's like, this is unrealistic. This is stupid. Um, but then it just, it gets like really weird and like, un like not believable. Um, and then when they get to class the next day, the football team is still in full pads and wearing cleats. And you can hear like the clicking. And then they get to class and there's just a football player in a cage. <laughs> and then it's a history class and their teacher is Marshawn Lynch. Oh, my God. And uh, he's incredible. Like Marshawn Lynch stole this movie. But it is very, very weird. Um, the comedy I would describe it as like closest to is um, Hot Rod. We're going to like Hot Rod. There's just weird stuff in the world that's happening. It's not like a straight parody, like a, a um, Richard scary movie or something like that. But just yeah, weird stuff happens in there where it's like, well, this is oh, not don't real I. life. Um, so this movie is very much like that, where it just yeah, Marshawn Lynch is a is a history teacher, and um, the class is like last the, the class lasted five minutes, and the person's like, was this class only five minutes long? And it's just like, it's kind of like a parody movie, but not full-on scary movies space balls um but i thought it was it was hilarious um just very good parody of high school movies um but with a very right. different storyline there yeah and then bringing in marshall lynch who's, a, who's an nfl running back not an actor by any means he played and, a moment in the league <laughs> yeah they said he was in he was in this netflix show like will, will arnett was like doing mysteries or something and they brought in real people <laughs> i didn't watch it but they said he was great in there and yeah, and he's just like I think he just beats him. Uh, just as, yeah, he's just a naturally himself. funny guy. And they said they would just give him like, okay, say what you're gonna say here, say a ridiculous thing that you would say, and then he does it, and it, and it works perfectly. Like the Peyton Manning interview with him when he talks about how you would drink Hennessy before yeah. every game. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was very good. I don't know where this will ever show up on the streaming service or anything, but it's uh, you yeah. saw this in theaters. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, again, I go on random base. I'll go less now because there's so much goddamn football, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, Especially once the Mac starts playing on like random Tuesdays and Wednesdays next month. <laughs> I think I'm not that crazy of a person, but you might be. Yeah. Well, I suppose I can go. Yeah. My only thing is that uh, I really haven't been watching too much. I mean, I, I, not even The Simpsons much lately. I really just haven't been watching TV. I've been just doing things. And like Andy pointed out, like last week, football season was back. So that took up a lot of my time. Uh, you know, just friends' birthdays, uh, other stuff. And so I've just haven't even been watching TV. I've been kind of 
not being at home and stuff, just been like trying to like get out, like to keep myself occupied after, after work and whatnot. So, but, um, I decided yesterday to listen back to some old podcasts of ours. So they gave me some good laughs. Cause I was telling you guys earlier, it's like, I listened to, uh, cause I drive around a lot for work. I'm easily driving around four to six hours a day. So I'll, uh, listen to some podcasts. And one of them I listened to was, um, the Christmas episode we did of, uh, like December 18th of 2018, I think, or something like that. It came out and that was a, a fun one to go back and listen to. Uh, it was the three of us and then goose. And then, uh, some funny stories that I mentioned earlier about Andy, how he was driving to pick up his, uh, parent, uh, his uh, grandparents with, a when he only had his permit. So his dad was in the car with them, listening to Laker game and he crashed into a curb or something like that's, it's a great story because I'm pretty sure I hit trash cans when I had my permit with my mom in the car with me. And I remember going through a drive through once and that was also a disaster. So funny to think like how you just can't operate a car when you're 15 and a half. But then all of a sudden when you get actually get your license, you're like, oh, this is easy. And um, then I also listened to the best of, I think, of 2019, which is, I think, one of my favorite ones because we've got Joe on there a couple times. And then that's also got the bit where Andy thinks uh, Joe is dead because he sees his like reflection outside or something and just makes this weird noise. Um, those ones always just make me laugh. It's really, it's, you know, it's nice stuff to listen to. And then good times. Yeah, it really was. And that's the crazy thing about it. Cause it's like, you look back to how we were then. And then like, you're just like, Oh shit. Like this is what was going on in my life then. Or this is, you know, how things were, how old I was. Uh, and then the last one I listened to was, uh, I only listened about half of it, but it was the March 10th of 2020. So just before pretty much everything got shut down and it's kind of funny to listen back here and us give COVID updates and like what was going on and like our thoughts on it. And then the other thing that I, uh, the, the reason I listened to that was because that was the, I don't know if you remember this story, Sean, but it was, uh, when me and Andy and, uh, my, uh, Travis, who was my roommate and then our, my, my buddy, Nick, we were in Newport and it's kind of funny listening back to that because I remember I'm talking about how like Andy had come over cause we were going to watch the Laker game and then went to the post. And then I was like, Oh no, like I don't want to go out. I'm not going to go out to Newport. And then they were like, Oh, come on. We're going to Newport. Let's go. And I looked at Andy and this is literally what I say in the podcast. I said that I looked at Andy and I was like, and this is all stuff that I forgot until I listened. And I look at Andy and I say, Hey, um, you want to go to Newport? And I guess your response was, it's been a while. So it was like, that's what ended up making us go. And then that was the night where uh, there was a fight going on outside or a fight was about to start. Andy was actually telling the, or I think I was telling the story, but that these guys were just started bantering at these other guys because he was all hammered and stuff. And then he left, but then his friend came back and was like, Hey, like you got shit with my friend. And then, you know, they started getting into it. And then Andy and we were still out there, but we were just kind of like the, the guys, you know, we were on both sides. We're like, Hey guys, like, come on, let's, there's cops over there. Like there's no reason to fight, but Andy was likes to chirp a little bit. And you might find this funny, Sean, but the thing, cause it ended up being, it's just funny how Andy ended up saying this. And then here we are four years later, but the thing that ended up making uh, this guy get Andy's attention or that this, uh, how Andy got this guy's attention was he told this guy, what do you think you have some special privileges like Joe Biden's son? <laughs> and it's just funny to think now that, uh, that aged well because obviously you know there's been some Joe Biden's that was son from the future. Yeah, Hunter Biden's had you know his name in the news with stuff that I think people think that he has gotten 
or that he has gotten special privileges with some certain events that have happened in his life that uh, seem to get swept under the rug. So the fact that Andy said that and that that guy reacted is hilarious because maybe he was like, I know what happens in a couple years, buddy. <laughs> Don't you say anything. Yeah. But uh, just fun listening back to those old podcasts. I mean, so if you guys, you know, are faithful listeners to us or you got us, you know, downloaded, don't be shy. Listen back to some of the, the old stuff. It's it's fun stuff. You know, it's especially the best ofs, the the special episodes, like the Christmas ones we've done, the Halloween ones we've done, which I think I'd like to think we'll, you know, bring those out again this year. Bring out some. Uh, oh, for sure. Halloween, special Halloween episode, special Christmas episode. Maybe we'll get a guest on here again sometime soon. But it is it is nice uh, listening to those because even on our best of we, we have a couple of those clips have uh, some of our guests on them. I know it had Tommy on one of them. Talking about you, Sean, when you tell the story about how when uh, you were at recess or something and you were the new kid and you got yelled at by the teacher or something. Oh, Mr. Howard. Yeah. And that's that's a funny one. And then uh, when yeah, we had the that, like, <laughs> yeah. And then we had the magician on who talks about how he slipped on black ice. And then Sean was talking about how you have to watch out for diapers, I guess, everywhere you walk. Slip on a diaper. And then uh, another one was when you guys had uh, like Brittany on talking about something. Um, but yeah, there was, there was a lot of good, uh, good stuff on there. So, you know, listen back to some of them. It'll, it's, it's, you know, it makes, I was in those episodes and it's still, I forget. And it still makes me laugh as if I'm listening for the first time. Oh yeah. I mean, people always ask me like, Oh, what did you guys talk about? I, was like, I don't know. Like, listen, like we did, we do 300 plus of these things. I have no idea what we talked about. Yeah. That's what's also crazy. Cause when you do listen back to those older ones, like I think the Christmas one, it was like episode like 90 or something like that. And you're just like holy shit like that was episode 90 and now here we are tonight on episode 341 it's like damn pretty good yeah all right well i'll do mine and then andy can close out i presume he saw the equalizer which i'm pretty uh, envious of Uh, i watched on apple tv plus i thought was a movie turns out it's seven episode series idris alba is hijack this follows a, uh, a passenger plane uh, taking off from Dubai and uh, heading over to London. And uh, as you can imagine, the plane is hijacked. <laughs> so a bunch of different things come into play. Obviously, Idris Alba is the main guy. He's a passenger. And he's a strapping guy. He's a pretty big fellow. So you are like, oh, this guy has to be like Secret Ops or 007 or, or something. You know, I can't wait for to see him whoop everyone's ass or, or something. And I don't want to give anything away, um, but it's good. It's uh, it's it's interesting. There's some twists. There's some turns. Um, I find I I lose a lot of patience for criminals. I don't know if it's just the older I get or, or what it is, but I'm just like, let's just put a sniper around through their skull. Like, let's, why are we paying to put this person in prison? They're doing awful things. Like, let's just, we have plenty of people on the planet. Let's just call it a day. You had your chance. This is what you've done. Sayonara. A long time ago on here, I talked about a catapult. Let's catapult people off of our planet. We should Someone should do that. I, I don't know why like that idea seems so far-fetched to people. Um, so, yeah, I just the whole time is like, let's just... Every one of these criminals, let's just put a sniper around through their head. Like, we're done. Call it a day. Uh, so the whole time you're sitting there saying that, um, it's good. It, it's fun. Um, there's some action. There's some drama. There's some, you know, intrigue and different things. And uh, 
yeah, it's it's not a bad show. Uh, I binged it with my family in two days, basically. Um, so yeah, it, it goes pretty quick. Each episode's about forty five ish minutes since on Apple TV Plus. So you have to get a subscription because most people probably don't. Um, but yeah, it just came out. I think a couple months back. And um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but it's a thriller. It's 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 fun. So give it a shot. Yeah, Apple makes a lot of stuff, and they're just kind of like, well, no one has Apple, so uh, yep. they'll pay. I was going <laughs> to do a free trial, but I uh, ended up watching it at my sister's. They they have everything, so. Yeah. All right, Andy, close us out. Uh, yeah, the last thing I have here is Strays. Uh, what? A movie that came out last month. Kind of came and went. Uh, this was supposed to come out early in the summer, and it got delayed to August because they thought it would be a better time. Uh, no, August was bad, but... Uh, yeah, this is a talking dog movie with Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx, and uh, it, it's it's not good, but it's not horrible. Like there's there's solid dog humor in there. Like if you if you hate dogs, then like there'd be no reason to watch this well, movie. If you hate dogs, what there are people what's out the there. Matter with you? There are people out there, you know. Um, but even if you didn't, if you never owned one, and it's like there's just kind of things you might miss out, like. Like I'd say the best sequence of the movie takes place at a, a state fair and uh, there are fireworks at the state fair. And just that's all I have oh, to yeah. say. Yeah. It's got to be terrifying. You, you, you know, um, and so that was a very, very good uh, sequence there. But um, yeah, it, this movie did terribly. Like nobody watched it. Um, I think Will Ferrell is, is done as a, as a huge comedy star. Now it is just his voice. But yeah, not... <laughs> I feel like this is one of those movies that people will more so just be like bored on a weekend night with their, yeah. whether it's their girlfriend, wife, friend, whoever. And they'll be like, oh, I remember seeing this movie in theaters. Let's throw it on. It's an hour and 48 minutes and you throw it on. But yeah, to go to the theaters to see this, I feel like, yeah, a lot of people wouldn't be too interested in. Yeah, it does look funny, though. I mean, I'm down to see it, but I I'll watch theaters. it on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. There's stuff that is funny, and there's stuff that's like, oh man, how did they write that in there? Like, there's a there's a celebrity cameo in there that's really dumb, but like, then the point of it is to be like the celebrity cameo is dumb, and it like didn't work at all. And it was like, huh. why? It doesn't even make and sense. And also, the thing with movies like this, it's like also like movie sausage party where it's like. It's fun at the first, at like, I feel like at the beginning and stuff like that. And then as it goes on, you realize I'm still like watching this. And then like eventually it just feels like the humor just. I'm doing a whole down. series of sausage parties. So get ready for yeah. that. Yeah. But wasn't the sausage party really funny kind of at the beginning? A long way. I remember sausage party had the very good sequence of all the groceries being eaten. Yeah. Like know? in the beginning. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't remember anything else. But <laughs> I don't even think I watched past that. I think that's why I'm saying that. I remember hearing it was just really bad after like that whole grocery part when they're like getting shopped for and yeah. stuff. And then when like the I think the carrots or something are getting like skinned or something or potatoes, <laughs> but yeah, all right. Well, uh, anything else to add? I think we got everyone right. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. that's that's definitely it. All right, well, that'll wrap us up for episode three hundred and forty-one of the Tony Stick Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me we had Off Road Andy. Thank you. I'm very tired now. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. We'll see you later.